It's from Due to Dad. I'm Brian Lowell. And I'm Chris Pagula. Today, we are going to talk about fitness, food, and fatigue. We're going to talk about kind of uh, helping your wife get through pregnancy, kind of some do's and don'ts, things to eat and not eat. And these are things that she already knows. A lot of the, a lot of the stuff we're telling you, she already knows. But we're just telling you so you can help keep her on track as far as like, oh, no, wait, 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 honey, you're not supposed to eat that. You're not supposed to eat that. Or, uh, you know, maybe, you know, she needs a little uh, motivation to uh, do some exercise or to get exercise. Or maybe, frankly, she's all the motivated she needs to be. Maybe you <laughs> need some motivation. So that we're going to talk about putting on some sympathy weight. We're going to talk about working out together and just making this a, uh, a, a, a true couple yeah, experience. So, you know, now that, you know, we've reached uh, at this point in our episodes, the second trimester, you know, hopefully at this point, your partner's getting her energy back. And her appetite, uh, hopefully, if you know that was lost at all. But um, it's a great time to consider how keeping in shape for yourself can be important. And you know, you might not notice the only weight gain on your partner, but you may be noticing some parts of yourself getting soft and chubby. Yeah, I know that that happened to me. <laughs> so um, you know, I think it's a great time to be able to uh, interact with your partner and try to get onto an exercise program together, um, especially if you're. You know, happen to be an older parent at this point or, you know, hit that age 30 or 40. Actually, I should say 40 year old. Once you hit 40, you know, it's hard to keep muscle on and to keep fat off. So you want to definitely involve yourself in um, an exercise regimen. And even if it's just simply going for a walk with your partner, you know, it's a great way for the two of you to bond, to catch up on what's going on with her pregnancy, to talk about any concerns you have and just sort of to connect. So, you know, simple walk around the neighborhood. And I want to mend something I just said a moment ago when I'm said, oh, honey, you shouldn't eat that. I'm meaning things like deli meat and Jeez. stuff like things that maybe yeah. have bacteria. Like, and I'll get, we'll get into what those things are, but not like if she says, I want some chocolate cake or I want a big giant scoop of ice cream at two in the morning. That is not what it is. If your wife wants that, you uh, damn well let her have what she wants. Do not deny her that. She will punch you in the face. <laughs> okay. So, um, so anyway, so at this point, you know, your, your wife or, you know, Ankles are swollen, probably a little achy back, you know, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, the calves probably aren't feeling good. Of course, her midsection is growing, um, probably can't sleep in the position that she, uh, really likes. There's probably some bloating and constipation going on. So it's, it, it, there is a lot of benefits to exercising and kind of keeping things moving because, um, it will help with, with, uh, with the strength and will help, um, offset the, the fatigue and it may not feel that way at the beginning, but and I'm and we're not suggesting we're going to go through right now what some of these things are. Um, this is not like let's go run twelve miles uh, in your second trimester, but things like walking, getting basically like thirty minutes of exercise is what's what's recommended, and that can be that can be walking. It doesn't have to be something that is um, you know, and it's safe to run. You know, check with, with everything we're saying now. Have her check with her doctor for her specific case, but, um, you know, running or jo light jogging can be good, but the walking is great. I mean, and, and we've talked in other episodes about finding that time during the day where the two of you can talk about your day and where you each are at. I mean, what better time to do that than when you're out on a walk, you don't have the TV on, you're not probably hopefully not looking at your phone. It's just, let's go for a walk. Let's take the dog for a walk. If you have one or it's just the two of us and um, let's, uh, let's catch up. But even with that 30 minutes, I mean, it could be 
three 10 minute walks. If she's just really exhausted or it gets winded or you're doing, you know, 15 minutes of, uh, vacuuming and a 15 minute walk that counts as well. They're just saying, you know, try to get at least 30 minutes of, uh, of exercise in uh daily. Hey, Brian, you mentioned running, you know, it's crazy. I have a friend who was a, a runner like myself. And when she was pregnant, she ran right up until the day she delivered. I mean, she was an intense runner. Whoa. So it was crazy. And it was actually quite amazing to see someone physically pregnant to that degree of like a big belly and being able to run. It was, it was pretty awesome. Um, and, and amazing. But, you know, I'm talking about just the exercise in general. It's so great just to cleanse yourself of any, like you could be more irritable because you're feeling a little out of shape or, you know, not eating the right foods and um, waking up in the morning, just feeling, you know, cranky, irritable or whatever. So getting these walks and exercise and, and figuring out um, if you're not adamant about starting an exercise regimen, you should, should really put it into your your um, routine now because not only is it great for yourself obviously and your health but as an example for once your child comes um, along and and they'll see you taking seriously your health and exercising it's a great way to role model um, and get into the habit early on and you're also helping with cardiovascular and blood circulation and muscle tone and endurance which is very important during delivery (laughs) during labor so all this stuff is really good so also swimming and water aerobics is good and it doesn't have to be swimming laps it could be you're in the shallow end of a pool and there's you know if you google you know uh uh uh, water aerobic exercises um that um having that moment of kind of some i don't know if i say buoyancy because she's not necessarily floating but just kind of it it will feel good on her body it will take a lot of the pressure off of her her uh, legs and her ankles while she's in the pool. So that's uh, that's uh, definitely a, g- a good thing because that's helping with um, her, you know, loosening joints and ligaments. That um, is her body's natural response to pregnancy hormones. But um, you know, just being careful. Obviously, walking on the the uh, the cool deck or getting in and out of the pool. Just make sure it's a slow process um, because you don't want to uh, slip and fall clearly. You know, Brian, I remember um, uh, actually but- my wife taking yoga classes and um there was one point when our uh baby came that uh, she you know went back to like mommy and me classes that were kind of yoga based and i went to a few of them as well and there were some dads in the class which was kind of cool and that's a great um thing to to get involved with early on is yoga with your partner because that's something you know you both can share yoga is great um ellipticals or stair climbers that's um that's good i mean adjusting the the speed and the uh, the incline you know not making it too hard here you're not and again if you are if you're a hardcore gym rat and you have been this whole time then you have a little bit more leeway if you have not been if uh, you know working out is not um uh, a regular part of your life when you became pregnant and now that you're in your second or and when I say you meaning your wife in her second or third trimester um, that is uh, not the time to start uh, getting bold with your workout just uh, just doing a little bit of something uh, you know there's group dance and aerobics classes there's indoor cycling that's good um, the you know the the yoga that uh, the, the Chris mentioned is good and you know hiking you, you know you want to be on level terrain you don't want to be doing any like you know uh extreme like mountain climbing or anything like that um even even at the beginning um you know in the first and going into the second trimester even some like uh horseback 
riding or if you're, you know, a rollerblader or ice skater, that sort of stuff is fine when the baby is still small and, and protected. That's not something you want to do towards the end of the second trimester or the, the third trimester. You for know, sure. Brian, there's a lot of cool, um, uh, what, what do I want to call them devices, but uh, products that you can buy for the home now to work out, you know, like you was, you mentioned biking, you know, Peloton, which is a bit expensive, but like they have those built in programs that you could just watch and train. And, um, you know, you also have like that mirror. Uh, I don't know if you saw the mirror exercise. That I thing's know. cool. It's crazy. How much is that I, thing? I, I, I haven't priced I, I it. I haven't even looked because I'm like, there's way. No it's probably like yeah, three right, grand or something. something but <laughs> but you know, if if you're not um, into uh, working out with your partner, which is totally fine. You know, if if she's maybe limited to do so, you should definitely though um, focus on your own health for sure. You know, to, to make sure that you're you're getting the the uh, uh, getting your 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 pattern of, of, of workouts, um, you know, moving and going. Uh, one thing I liked actually though, just to, to add quickly. And when, when you talk about workouts is intermittent fasting, I found that that like makes a huge difference for me where I can go, um, 12 to 16 hours, not eating from the last meal of dinner before to the next day. But it, it's amazing how that alone can change, um, your body, um, for, you know, obviously for the better. So it's something you do some research on it online, how to properly, um, you know, fast, but uh, that's something that is like trendy today. And, uh, I found really works. So let's go into food and nutrition and, uh, not only for, um, yourself, but we're going to tell you, uh, what your partner probably already knows as far as the do's and don'ts, things to eat and not eat. And we're telling you, so you know, as well, um, because, it's a lot to remember. <laughs> and when you're pregnant and you're worrying about so many things about your body and you are just hungry and you go and reach in the fridge, it, it might be good to uh, make sure that some of these foods are not in your fridge and at arms, uh, within arm's reach. Um, so um, you want to make sure that, you know, a pregnant woman needs more calcium and folic acid and iron and protein. And so you want to, with the folic acids, that's, um, a vitamin B that's crucial for helping prevent birth defects and, uh, you know, with the problems with the spinal cord or the baby's brain. So, um, you know, making sure that you have like leafy green vegetables and enriched cereals and breads and pastas and beans and citrus fruits, those are all good sources um, for this, for this folic acid um, as well. And then, you want uh, calcium, obviously, to build the baby's bones and teeth. So that's milk and yogurt and cheese and um, calcium-fortified juices and foods, sardines, salmon. But Chris, when you were when you were your wife was pregnant, was there anything that like you had to have on a regular basis? Like not necessarily a craving, but just something that you knew that was good for her, the baby that you made yeah, a lot I of. Yeah, I mean, th- this was uh, it was different each pregnancy, but I think I had mentioned in other episodes. My wife was just like totally into. Um, lamb chops, you know, so that's protein. You know, mm, they, no, that's but right. one thing I want to just ba- uh, backtrack for a second because you mentioned cheese. So cheese, you know, can be eaten, but there's certain cheeses that you got to stay away from, soft cheeses, because of, um, you know, like you mentioned bacteria. I think listeria is the, the potential uh, culprit that can be uh, a problem during pregnancy. So soft cheeses definitely are ones that need to be avoided. 
Yeah, like feta cheese brie, um, any of the cheeses with like the blue veins in it. Um, most quesos, queso blanco, queso frescos, um, because they're not pasteurized. Right. And the pasteurization process is what kills um, the harmful bacteria. There's, It's a heating process that kills the harmful bacteria. So, yeah, you definitely do not want, when it comes to cheeses, you want to uh, avoid um, avoid those. Iron, you want to make sure that she's getting a lot of iron. So that's meat, poultry, fish, um, some fish. And we'll get into the ones you shouldn't eat in a second. Dried beans, peas, um, again, the iron for uh, fortified cereals and then proteins. You you want to have you want to make sure that it's um you know again all the same things the the nuts and even like tofu and peas aside from the meat and the poultry and the fish are good sources of of protein. Again, your um, partner probably all knows all of this, obviously, but it's just good for you to have some knowledge about it because you may impress her. <laughs> you know, which is also nice that you're yes, yourself. exactly, yeah you. Um, so things that you want to avoid, obviously alcohol is a, a, a no-brainer. Um, any fish with high levels of mercury, you want to stay away from from sushi altogether. Kind of like I, all th- fish. There are days, some. If you think about it, there's so much mercury in our oceans, unfortunately. So just side note. But. That that's true. The probably the safest thing would be to uh, to avoid. Um, that because that can hurt the baby's brain, the kidneys, and the nervous system if there's high levels of Shellfish mercury in anything too, that she's eating. Shellfish, yes. Um, so that's um, you know, it, but yeah. Any kind of uh, shellfish should be um, should be avoided at all costs. We talked about the unpasteurized food, so that's like raw milk, all the cheeses. Um, stay away from hot dogs, luncheon meats, and cold cuts unless you heat them to the point where they're steaming hot. So if you if she's like, I just want some freaking sliced is that, turkey. Is there a nitrate or, issue in that one? Is that what it is? I forget. I forget. Um, there is a nitrate issue, but it's um, it's the listeria bacteria right. and the toxioplasmosis, uh, which are infections that are caused by by parasites. But the um, the the USDA recommends avoiding, yeah, the unpasteurized things, the um, any of the store bought delis like ham, um, or salads like ham salad, chicken salad, tuna salad, seafood, any of those cold salads. Just avoid those. Do not. Do not partake in those. And what I was going to say was some of the the deli meats, you she can eat those if they're heated to the point where you put them in the microwave and you bring them out and you need to actually see steam coming off of it. If there isn't steam coming off of it, it hasn't reached a hot enough temperature, meaning that there could still be um, bacteria on it. And then anybody, I don't know who eats meat spreads, <laughs> but uh, that's another Spam. thing that's just kind of a gross thing. Um, obviously, the, the, uh, the raw... Um, meat, so undercooked meats or poultry is bad. Sushi, no. Shimi, no. Um, then, yeah, the clams, the mussels, the oysters, scallops, um, that type of thing. And then raw or undercooked eggs. You don't want any of the, like, soft-cooked eggs, like the like poached eggs or runny eggs. That's bad. Um, and then uh, foods that may contain undercooked eggs, so, like, raw cookie dough, cake batter, tiramisu, uh, chocolate mousse, homemade Again, ice cream, God, homemade man, eggnog. Man. We're coming up on the we're coming up on the holidays, so stay away from the eggnog is in the holiday sauce. I was just well. going to say again, thank God that I don't have to go through this process and that you know as guys because <laughs> yeah. how, all those things are just impossible for me to avoid. Man, I don't know. And any raw, just to finish this up, any raw or cooked sprouts or clover, alfalfa, that sort of thing, and then unpasteurized juice. And ciders, 
Um, so again, coming into the holidays, I mean, juices and all, all your thing, but any sort of ciders or whatever, it's kind of just best to um, to avoid that. And then, you know, you have the, the, the weight gain to wrap this up that uh, we talked about, the weight gain during pregnancy that is natural for her, and it's natural for you as well. And if you find that you're already there, you're already in the second or third trimester, it, it doesn't mean that you can't uh, you, you can't pivot a little bit. And um, if you're noticing that uh, your your wife is uh, working out more than you or being more active than you, um, take just take advantage of this. You know, if she goes out for a run or goes out for a walk, and you're staying home, like maybe join her on that because you're going to get to a point where yes, you will have a stroller or a jogging stroller or whatever that you can use. But it's just uh, these are some like precious last few moments that you have with your significant other to bond with them and something you can do yeah, together. Yeah. Just to, to add to that, Brian, I remember when our kids were born, we used to go rollerblading and put them in a double stroller and rollerblade down the, the beach. It was awesome. So you definitely, um, you know, want to make sure that you're in in top shape for once the kids arrive. All right, dude, I think that's it for us today. Um, we'll catch you on our next episode of From Dude to Dad. Thank you.